Hey, what's up, you hooligans? Southern Sports Talk, Episode 7. Going to recap this weekend of college football and why the NFL is awful. And postseason baseball has started. And NASCAR is cheeks. And hockey's around the corner. Dylan, you want to take this first one in the SEC, huh? No, dude, you just brought up hockey. I bet you yeah, guys didn't know we watch hockey. Sometimes. Couple, couple southern boys in hockey. <clears throat> we love football, though. Let's, uh, so yeah, uh, like you said, a lot of upsets this weekend. And uh, we said last week was like a learning week, but um, this week we learned a lot about some teams again. And, you know, going into this coming up weekend, you also got uh, some more games where you're going to learn some stuff. There's a lot of good games coming up this weekend, but let's uh, start in the SEC from this past weekend. I don't even – Florida and Missouri. I, I don't – this game – You put dumpster fire here. Well, if Florida beats LSU, you can go ahead and say they're not dumpster fire. This was a dumpster fire competition. <laughs> Missouri, you're awful. Florida, you're, you you had a huge win to start the year. Where did you go? Why? Well, you think you only had to show up for the Utah game and that was it? You, you play in the Southeastern Conference like – it's not just win the first game of the year against a uh, probably an overrated overrated Pac-12 team, but now your win doesn't mean anything. And for Utah, I don't know what the Pac-12 looks like right now, but I'm sure it's crazy as hell. But for Utah, your your loss looks awful right now. But Florida beats Missouri 24 to 17. I I didn't really watch it. It wasn't. There was another game on at 11 a.m. I had my attention on, so. Well, good Lord, I know you're going to get two minutes to talk. Just just talk and not let me talk. Uh, <laughs> Florida is equal talent with Georgia if you judge the game by how both teams played Missouri. Okay. Or Missouri is quietly good. Huh? No. Uh, best Missouri Tigers in the bad. SEC? Mi- I-, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you just said that. Because Auburn beat them. Yeah, so I just want to go ahead and um, we have Florida, Mizzou. I, I don't know. I didn't watch it. I was watching. I, I was watching something else happen that um, I didn't see coming. Clearly, I don't think yeah. a lot of people saw it coming. I saw it coming. And I think somebody felt a little disrespected. Um, I guess we have to. <laughs> I guess we have to talk about this. Shut up. Maybe <sighs> this is coming in the long run. Maybe not this score, but. Uh, you you mentioned it. We were talking a little earlier today, and like you said, they had Tennessee had two weeks to prepare for this game in Death Valley, and it showed. It showed, and LSU still. You, you've got to you've got to remember they're they're with a first year coach. And, yeah, I'm not. I, you know, I'm not one for excuses. But but they, you could clearly see that one team excuses. one team was prepared, and one now, team wasn't. That being said, Brian Kelly should have still had his guys ready. Absolutely. So it, it's not like, okay, he, he's a first-year coach, and it, there's a lot There's a lot he's still got to get a grip on in that program. There's a lot that's backwards and messed up in that program, and he's got to get the recruiting back. He's got to get the, the culture back. There's a lot he needs to do. Winning this game at home against Tennessee would have done a lot for him. Losing it doesn't hurt him. That's true. I mean, our leading rusher was the quarterback with 38 yards. They, uh, Tennessee completely took away 
our run game made us throw it. Jay Daniels didn't have a bad day. 300 yards, winner. He threw his first pick of the year, which is fine. It's going to happen. Uh, this is probably Jane Daniels, one of his best games he's played all year. Um, and in my opinion, I don't know how you feel, but I feel like we gave Tennessee 20 points on a platter. There was a lot of play, like the, the opening kickoff. Like you Yeah, that, that just ask, set the tone. You cannot ask to start a game any better if you're Tennessee. You give and Tennessee LSU, the ball on the 25-yard line. Oh, you knew yeah. they were scoring. I'm pretty sure everyone in that stadium knew what was about to happen. Hendon Hooker and that Tennessee offense is the real deal. And I saw some things today that said if if Tennessee were to lose this week, he's out of the Heisman race. And if no. he wins, he's still in it. I disagree. No. I think if the man keeps playing the way he's playing, he can prove a point that this high, the Heisman Trophy does not go to the best player on the best team. It goes to the best player in the country, which in my opinion right now, Maybe not Hendon Hooker, but he's up there. I think C.J. Stroud's probably your best player right now. He's probably pretty sure he's got the highest odds right now as well. But, yeah, as soon as LSU bobbled that kickoff, the opening kickoff, and I, I knew. I was like, Tennessee's about to score right here. Like, it, there's no question about it. Yeah, so it. gave them 20 points. Brian Kelly obviously was in a panic mode with all the fourth down conversions we were trying. Um. Right before half, we had a play. Um, receiver dropped the ball. It would have been a walked in, walk in touchdown. Made the game twenty to fourteen. Instead, we don't score. We go for it on fourth. Don't get it. And Tennessee gets the ball and gets in field goal range. And instead of going in halftime twenty to fourteen or twenty to seven, it's twenty three to seven, and you're in a big hole. And we which talked we've about seen LSU right? come back. And I said it last week. I said yeah. we can't do that with Tennessee. We talked about it last week. We both said if like, you yeah, get down you, by you 20, do against that offense. 20 points, you're done. You're not going to come back. Because Tennessee, they, hey, we, we've talked about this several times. They didn't slow up. They didn't. They they buried LSU when they had the opportunities to do so. They didn't let you guys get back in the game. And 40 to 13, that, I mean, like you said, the score is not really a defi- define the game kind of thing, um, considering you said they – spotted them about 20 so but still Tennessee this is the best team I think we I've ever seen in my lifetime I'm 24 so I mean obviously I haven't been around a long time to see Tennessee in their golden days but this this is a dang good Tennessee team wait are you saying this is the best team of all time or the best Tennessee team you've ever seen the best Tennessee team oh well, like, you didn't say that the first time I was about to call you out the I did say the best Tennessee team. When you listen, you'll know. <laughs> well, I thought but you said best team. I was like, hold the, on. The bet. I mean, if we want to talk about our best team of all time, I, it's either 2019 LSU or like the early late 90s, early 2000s Hurricanes. Yeah, but I didn't see them, so I have no opinion there. It's we're like not the gonna, one team I did see. We're not going to talk about that. We're not getting into that. Yeah, that's. We can do that at the end of the season, maybe. Yeah, we won't but, forget about it. <clears throat> yeah, Tennessee kind of just dominated LSU in Death Valley. And yeah, looking at LSU here, that loss does not hurt them as bad no. as it you think, because that's a out of out of that's not even a division game. So the SEC West is still up for us. Not saying it's going to happen, but not saying it won't. Anyways, so we got beat down clearly. Um, Mississippi State just. Throttled Arkansas. Mississippi State is the hottest team in the SEC right now. Yeah, I'm glad we already played them <clears throat> before they jailed because 
They're, they're uh, now. the thing with Mississippi State is they've looked good all year, with the exception of the second half against LSU. If they play, they're undefeated right now, bro. Like that. If they don't lose in that second half, I mean, that's it's crazy to think about because they just went out here. Now, granted, Arkansas is slipping and they are struggling of late. Slipping, they slip. They're three and three and one and three in conference. But Mississippi State just dominated them, yeah, forty to, to seventeen. Will Rogers, man, I, this guy Arkansas spotted them twenty one before they wanted to play. Our Arkansas is just—I don't know what to say about them anymore. Uh, it's just the same old Arkansas that you usually see. They had a good third quarter against Alabama, and they played a tough game against A&M. But that's about it. Will Rogers, he, man, he's flipped a switch. Yeah, like you say, but he does uh, this every year, though. All-time leader in completions in the history of SEC. Congratulations! Did it in a lot less games than Aaron Murray did, almost almost half the games. Yeah. Aaron Murray held that record since 2013 as well. So, Will Rogers did it in 28 games. Murray, Aaron Murray did it in 52. And that, you know, I, I guess, too, I don't know how much that Aaron Murray threw the ball when he was at Georgia. I don't really know. Pretty sure but, they had uh, – <clears throat> who'd they have with Aaron Murray? Yeah, I don't That was way a long time ago, bro. Was he Gurley? Yeah, maybe. Gurley and uh, – I can't think of those receivers. It wasn't AJ Green or anything like that. He was back. No, they did. He definitely had AJ Green. Yeah, but anyways, Will Rogers. I mean, like I was just saying, it's easy when you throw the ball sixty times a game to get a record like that. And That's I feel true. like I feel like this dude's been playing for the past six years too. Yeah, so. I mean, he's good. Never really did anything to LSU. I'll say that much. Well, he. Uh, He's doing stuff to other teams, and if he would have showed up in the second half, you know, they might be an undefeated Mississippi uh, State. second half guy. wasn't completely his fault. Receivers uh, were not catching the ball. True, but I think, again, if they they beat LSU, they're an undefeated top ten team right now. Absolutely. But, you know, you, you slip up in a game, and this is what you get. And now you've you've got a schedule that favors you in terms of if you be, get some big wins, you could be looking at a playoff spot. So, Mississippi State, as long as they keep rolling the way they're – hey, Will Rogers might even be up for the Heisman at this – if he keeps up what he's doing because he's putting up impressive numbers. And the 2.30 game, the primetime yeah. part one of the doubleheader, no surprise, Georgia beating Auburn 42-10. to 10. Uh, They yeah, kind of Georgia just was preparing for this game for three weeks, I guess. Apparently, yeah, because they, they didn't show any signs of – Slipping up or messing up in this game. But they get a win 42-10 to 10 after two games of where they just did not look good at all. And I don't really know what else to say. Georgia is Georgia. To right. dominate in this Auburn team. That Yeah, that no one's surprised. I don't no, think no – I think Harson needs another year. Yeah, I think he needs I one think more year. Auburn fans need to give him a. You can't come in and change a program in two years. You can't. He needs. He needs one more. And re, in he reality, he's only had a year and a half. So. Yeah, this he, is not his team. The, he hasn't even the the players on this team right now. I don't think he's recruited. Maybe the freshmen he recruited, but that's it. And the freshmen aren't the ones playing, as far as I know. Except the, the quarterback, pro- the, the which he's not. Is, that, Robbie Ashford's not awful either. No, he's not. 
He needs a little more time to develop, but he will be okay. He's a freshman. Like, give him a chance. Auburn fans need to calm down. The, the issue with Auburn right now is they're comparing what they have and every they compare it to Alabama and Georgia. You were not them. You were not there. I don't. I, I've never. I've never understood the comparisons. Why compare yourself to something you know you're not close to? I get they're your rivals. I get it. Whatever. But why set the set the expectation that high? Because you're always gonna fail. Because you're not Alabama and you're not Georgia. Well, my expectations this year was ten wins, and that's looking real iffy for us for LSU. So, but you you were the first year coach. That's a whole different. LSU fans don't compare, try to compare themselves to Alabama and Georgia. They, you guys are pretty sensible when it comes to that. You know, you guys aren't those teams. We're sensible, Auburn, but we expect to compete. All playing fans, at home. Okay, yeah, but that there's a difference between expecting to compete and expecting to be the best. Well, back in my day, there was only one team that beat LSU in Tiger Stadium. It was Alabama. <laughs> so Brian Kelly figured out you're done. You hear me? No. You got you got too early. You can't. You got you can't, six you more games to figure it out. You can't say give Harson another year and Kelly if you can't figure it out. You're done. <laughs> We're not Auburn. You get you get We're you get Auburn. one year here. You don't perform. You're done. No, I'm just kidding. I, I want mean, Brian, I get Brian Kelly three years, man. That man's gonna have us one of the best programs. I I wholeheartedly agree. I'm, if, I'm if we're not honest. one of the best programs in three years, then he's gone. He's got to be gone. I don't care if he's winning 10 games. If you're not a perennial top 10 with him there, yeah. he can't do it anywhere else. But the thing the thing is, when they hired him, I was like, LSU's thinking long term. Like You're not thinking, get a guy in here that can change something quick. You're thinking, okay, give this guy a few years, and they, bam. You're competing with Alabama. You're competing with Georgia. You're competing Clemson, with Ohio State. Ohio State yep. Clint, yeah, you're up there competing. Like, you're there. So, I I loved the hire when it happened. And as an Alabama fan, as a rival of LSU, the, I was like, damn. They really went and got this guy. And he's going to win some national championships there. Well, if he doesn't, then he will not win one anywhere. But – it's good. It's good to look at LSU with Kelly and Auburn with Harson, because I don't see LSU fans calling for Brian Kelly's head the way Harson's head's being called for. Well, I'd say if they fire Harson after this year or That's before wrong. the end of the season, no one's going to want to go to Auburn and coach. Yeah, because you're what well, they're going to look at that and be like, we're not. You're not giving a coach time to develop anything. Harson has time, not man. had time to Nick do Saban didn't build this exactly. dynasty overnight. Saban's it first took him three year, years to win a championship. Saban's first year, he lost, I think it was four games. Now, granted, the very next year, he, it might have been five. But granted, the next year, he was in the SEC championship game with a loss to Florida. And then the and very then next, next year, year he undefeated. won the national championship. So it takes time. Now, I will say uh, this. Seven is six that year, by the way. Yeah, six losses. But I will say this, Harson and Kelly are not Nick Saban. <clears throat> Kelly's probably the closest one to Nick Saban in terms of recruiting and how well he can do that. But Harson Harson's got a lot to learn about recruiting. Yeah, you gotta give him time. Nick Saban lost four in a row that year. Yeah, he, Harson's got a lot to learn about recruiting in the SEC. Brian Kelly has a lot to learn about recruiting in the SEC. Brian Kelly's a great recruiter, but he he's got to learn to get that Louisiana pipe. Uh, he's got to get that back because a lot of Louisiana players are going to 
Yeah, uh, just, Alabama. Just give him his time. Let him yeah. figure it out. He will. He will. And since so that, let him figure it out. Give him time. And let him yeah. get his team in that he wants, his players that he wants, and yeah. see what happens. I agree. I agree. And speaking of Nick Saban, but yeah, so um, what I don't, what did I don't Jimbo do? I he sold his soul to the devil, bro. I don't I don't know. You have to. I talked about mine. I, so this is why no one likes. This is why no one likes Alabama fans. You guys have a close game and you're pissed. Because I'd be pissed too if I had a close game with Texas A&M, though. The expectation of Alabama year in and year out is national championship or bust, and that is the wrong. Alabama fans are so spoiled, so spoiled. There's no other team in the country that goes into the year. Yeah, I don't know who's expect- taking that job, man. I'm telling you, who's I, taking that job? There's no team in the country that is like has that mentality of national championship or bust. I understand you want to compete and want to win that. Well, Clemson, maybe. But, okay, uh, Jimbo, how do you lose to Appalachian State? unrealistic expectations. How do you lose to Appalachian State and then come in this game? How do you lose to Mississippi State? Dude, I don't understand. And I will say this. You still got to look at A&M. They're a young team still. This team could be scary. I was listening to Cole Kublick and Greg McElroy, and something they said really intrigued me. They were talking about Texas A&M's offense and how in the first – what was it, five games? Was this week six we just watched? Was that – yeah. So, the first five games, their offense had hardly any motions, hardly any unbalanced sets, and just, like, running the same formations. But in this Alabama game, there's motions, there's unbalanced sets, there's crazy formations, different formations, orbit motions, jet motions, all these mo- – and it's like, okay, why are you taking – what is obviously pretty good offense because, I mean, you hung with Alabama. But why aren't you using that in another game? Why are you saving it for this one game? Uh, I say, this is only Jimbo's fourth year. But and he has the same is, record this, as Mike Sumlin. This is a bumpy, bumpy road for A&M. Like, you beat Alabama last year. You and give them all happen. they can handle. Four turnovers, and you still couldn't beat them. And you yeah. probably called oh. the worst play call I've ever seen besides the Super Bowl when <laughs> the Seahawks didn't run the ball. This has got to be the worst play call I've ever seen. It's the same thing. Why didn't Texas A&M run? A-Chain is a great running back. Why didn't they not run the ball from the two? Beyond me, I'm happy. As soon as I saw him drop back, I'm like, we won. It just, what play, it, it didn't make what play are you going to be able to throw from the two? If we, You know Alabama had probably six DBs or more. Out there, they had they were they were not going to allow it. So why? What kind of play? And that was yeah. Let me let, let me take that back. That's probably not the worst play call because I think no. just everything that could have gone wrong with the play went, went wrong because it's supposed to be timing. You have a freshman quarterback. He missed the timing by a mile. The cornerback knew it was coming. Like he saw it coming. And the receiver ran. The, the it was a the receiver didn't even receiver. run a good route. He ran. The, a it was a route. freshman receiver. The, the receiver was meant to go about three, four yards deep in the end zone and cut but back he, towards he, the pylon. He basically ran – I think he was supposed but, to be running an out route. He ran like a flat. No, he's running one of those corner pylon routes where you're supposed to go about four or five yards deep into the end zone and then come back towards the pylon. And he did not go deep enough and on that pr- route prop, Props to Alabama's pressure right there because that – Oh, yeah. And, and it was great I, pressure. The reason – I think, too, why A&M didn't run that ball there is Alabama was stuffing A-chain all night. 
his longest rush I think he broke was a nine yard rush. So he was getting stuffed all night, and it's like Still, do you, you really don't trust you don't trust your offense to get two yards to beat the number one team. I don't know. Not a, that front that Alabama has is well. I said it last week. I'll say it again. If I was the coach in this game, <laughs> if I was the coach in this game, it wouldn't have been a four point loss. It would have been a lot more. But I think you you touched on it. Four turnovers. Alabama practically gave Texas A and M seventy. Every time that we turned the ball over, they got great field position and they scored. Every time that they started from their own 25, their own 30, they punted. So it's not like – I think when people see that score, they think, oh, no, Alabama, they, they're not good. Alabama spotted them 17. If Bryce Young is playing in this game, it's not this close. If Bryce – and Bryce Young wanted to go in in the fourth quarter, but nobody would let him. And why not – why would no you Rose throw him in? Back. Why would you throw him in there in that situation? Milro needs more time to develop. Milro, he he's not on timing with the receivers. He his he looks shaky in the pocket, and I mean he just he's a runner. And honestly, well, just like, be glad you got Jameer. Or y'all like don't you win just said, it, yeah, Jameer Gibbs is a beast. But Jalen Milro is practically a glorified running back. I mean, from what I saw, now I know the kids can throw. I know he's got a good arm. It's just a matter of the timing and. You know, he Let had him get that act. All he had to do, all he had was a week of practice. So, give him a whole off season, and we'll see what he can do. But I'm gonna say Alabama survived that, and then Bill O'Brien, the play calling, Alabama could have iced this game. It's still, regardless, regardless of what the stats say, it was, yeah, could have put it away. Yeah, well, you got Alabama but got yeah, the ball. Yeah, regardless of what the stats say, three, it was a three and a half minutes. Three and a half minutes. I don't remember the time. It just stuffed. And, A&M stuffed them. Yeah, instead of trying to set something, we were, he ran like a halfback dive three times in a row. I, what what did what did you think was gonna happen? But you got to play action that third down. You got you got to take that risk. But so Alabama six and zero, they survive against. Uh, A&M, who can only play good against Alabama, apparently. Well, I mean, I think Alabama, you're going to get everybody's best shot 10 out of 10 times. 100%. It's just, it's just how it is. To finish up the SEC, South Carolina. You go into Kentucky. You're more than likely an underdog. I don't remember, but I'm sure you were. I got number you. Thir- Keep talking. Number 13, Kentucky in Lexington. You go in. And you upset them 24 to 14. You win by 10. And I'm sure you were probably about a six-point underdog. And you won by 10. Yeah, four and a half. Kudos. Kudos to Beamer and that staff. He's going to build a great culture there. I think he's going to turn South Carolina around. I don't know how long it's going to take. He's another one of those guys you got to give time, right? I mean, because South Carolina is not one of the best programs. No, but he can make them a competitive team in the East win nine ten games a year i mean he can do it he's just got to build the culture and i think this is a huge win and kentucky you're slipping you're slipping baby i and like before you. before we jump to the big 12 Ole miss gave up 28 points to vanderbilt Oof! i did not know that i did not see that probably something <laughs> i overlooked because it was Ole miss and vandy Man, yeah. Ole Miss's defense is going to be a problem for them. 
It's always it's always a problem for them. Their offense is good, but I don't. Their defense is given up too much, and there's too many good defenses in the SEC. LSU, Alabama, A and M has a good defense when they want to. Arkansas has a good defense when they like. Ole Miss, you got some games coming up that you, you got a lot to figure out, or you're gonna lose. Your offense can't win. Defense wins championships. Leave it at that. Your offense can't carry you. It's eventually. Unless you're 2019 LSU. Our defense closed that year out really, really good. Defense was defense was mediocre at times. And then, like you said, it got good as the year went on. But 2019 LSU's offense was just so good. I don't think anybody in the country, no matter how bad their LSU's defense was, I don't think it mattered. Uh, yeah, we could have outscored anybody. I agree. But we scored 80, we were scoring 90. Ole Miss, man, you got to figure it. Lane Kiffin, you got to figure it out on defense, man. Cause, I still man, love Lane Kiffin, man. That man's hilarious. H- him, and, him. him and Leach, man, it cracked me up. It's so cool, too, that they're in like the, one of the bigger robberies in the SEC as well. So Yeah, Egg Bowl. Egg Bowl is going to be fun this year if they keep up this pace. Oh, my. Can you imagine? Imagine they're both undefeated. <laughs> oh, well, you know one team's not undefeated. Might be that one team's only loss at this point. That's what They're I was looking about to good. say. Like, imagine Mississippi State doesn't lose that game, and they, Ole Miss and Mississippi State both beat Alabama. Mississippi would explode. I don't think it would happen, but it would be. Oh my! It'd be to crazy. see a one-loss Mississippi State team and undefeated Ole Miss team. It's not going to happen, but no, it's it'd not. be cool because Mississippi State always finds a way to slip up. There, I think, are they Mississippi State at Kentucky this week? I don't know. We're not into that yet. How about we slow down and talk are. about the Big 12? I think they are, though. Well, how about we slow down and talk about the Big 12? I know, but I just thought about that. That's going to be a good um, game. America's most hated team right now, TCU. <laughs> Why? Just because just cause Kansas' quarterback got hurt, you got you got to go beat them? Come on, man. But come, hey, hey, come on now. Jason Bean came in for Jalen Daniels, and he kept Kansas in this game. TCU wins 38 to 31, but you would think with your starting quarterback goes down as good as Jalen Daniels is that, okay, TCU runs away with this game. No, Jason Bean came in, he kept it in it. And I mean, sucks for Kansas, but TCU, that's a huge win at Kansas. A great win. Yeah. Did you see the atmosphere? Oh my God. It was awesome. Like game day, I didn't watch the game because I was watching somebody get trounced. But the game day atmosphere was immaculate. I bet it was. Like I didn't see the like, stadium behind them filling up. I I didn't get to watch many games Saturday. I actually was out doing some things, but I bet it was. And I, Kansas is on the come up, and this isn't a loss <laughs> that Kansas. This isn't a loss that Kansas should be like absolutely defeated over. Like it's it doesn't hurt anything that I will, will also say. That I saw something. Yeah, I saw something on the Twitters that Kansas did this in 09. Started off 5-0, and ended the year like 6-6 six and six or something. Oh, boy. Kansas, please don't let that happen. Yeah, don't do not do that. Now, there was – I ran into – I was scrolling through Twitter, and I ran into this Zach Boyer guy. He covers Kansas sports. And according to one of his sources, he said – Jalen Daniels expected to miss the rest of the season with the separation of his right shoulder. And obviously, if that is true, that's a huge blow for Kansas. And it's tough for Daniels because he was he was one of those guys that was starting to climb into the Heisman. But then 
I get back on Twitter like an hour later and I see a tweet from Jalen Daniels' own Twitter account. And uh, it basically was like that this was news to him that he didn't even know about it. So a little bit of controversy there and not really sure what's going on. It's just weird that these reporters get access to this. Um, what it, what it, what is the like health health stuff and can talk and post about it, and then the player themselves comes out and they're like, "Yeah, I didn't know this." And then everybody's like, "Dang, what the heck's going on in Kansas right now?" <laughs> <laughs> like, how did how does somebody get a hold of information? Did they, I mean, did this guy just make it up? I I don't know. Yeah, tough it's, loss for tough loss for Kansas, but there's a there's a tougher loss. <laughs> um, hey, Brent Venables. You still got to give him time. If we're giving these other coaches time, you got to give this dude <laughs> yeah. time. But because you know, this Oklahoma, man, he's he's never been a head coach. I don't think. O- he's Oklahoma, no, he he's always been a defensive coordinator. And Oklahoma, their fan base is one of the fan bases that is like same as Texas. It's like these expectations are high. But the, okay, if anything, right now you you see. How good Lincoln Riley was at Oklahoma now, right? You you you, you took it for granted. I did too, dude. I thought just Oklahoma was just a powerhouse. Like regardless, they, they're going to be. I did too. Competing yeah. every year, but but now you really see because Lincoln Riley goes to USC. USC and he's undefeated, winning. and Oklahoma's what three and three, right? Yeah. So, this, when was the last in the time in the past? What I I don't remember the last time I. Seen I don't know. Oklahoma. It had to be before Stoops. It, yeah, I mean. And I wanted to touch on it. They lose forty nine to nothing in a rivalry game. That's embarrassing. Lose to Texas. Yeah, but you know who came back? Yeah, Ewers. America's Ewers, boy, baby. Quinn Ewers comes back, and I don't know how oh, he looked, man. But four hey, touchdowns, forty nine to nothing. And I want to talk about Oklahoma's remaining schedule. And let's do like, it. I'm excited. I don't see. I don't see a lot of wins here. Kansas? Nope. Iowa State. Probably not. Baylor? No. West Virginia? They could not They'll say be, it because I don't see it. Look, I don't see it happening. Out of these, they could finish the year three and nine. No. They, I, in these last six, I have them winning three of them. And that's West Virginia, Tech. Texas Tech, and the Kansas game. Because yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Oklahoma a chance this weekend. There's no way you lose four straight if you're Brent Venables in Oklahoma. Kansas is kind of deflated right now. That we'll get into it when we talk about it, but I think Oklahoma, your last six, you're you're only winning, you're only you're going three and three in your last yeah, six. You're going to so, finish the year at six and six. I so mean, we talked about we talked about unreal expectations, but at the same time, Oklahoma's been one of those teams like they're they're good. They're, yeah, they're that, good that's that's what I, like I don't know that those expectations at Oklahoma are unrealistic, but with a new coach, Oklahoma's you have to be done. realistic. Exactly, uh, but with what Oklahoma's done, expectations of making the playoff, I understand that. With the yeah, way everything was has it gone for and ha- the have they been playing? Seasons. Yeah, they, they should definitely be in the talks for the playoff every year. One hundred percent, new coach, and especially with them coming to the SEC soon. I mean, yeah, so you can't. Give no, I'm sorry, forty nine to nothing though. There's no excuse. That's for embarrassing. That. That's all. Like you said, it's a rivalry game. There's no excuse. Forty nine to nothing. That that's embarrassing. It, it, horns up. No horns down. Horns up, Texas. But good lord, man, that's a, that's embarrassing. Forty nine to nothing in a rivalry game, man. That you don't, yeah, that's almost oh, man. as bad as like 
there's some years where Alabama shocking. It's, it's shocking. It, it's, it's shocking. Yeah. You don't see that in robbery games. Even Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, Ohio, like yeah. they don't blow each other out. Like it's not often. A game. And then Oklahoma State, you're you're thrown. It's being challenged. Well, there's there's another team in Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah. Oklahoma State, I thought was the best team in the Big Twelve. TCU is challenging that. But Oklahoma State, you beat Texas Tech forty one to thirty one. They survived, in my opinion. They trailed the majority of this game. But they're able to come back, win the game. If but they if anything, trailing games and coming back, that shows no. But trailing games and coming back, that shows what your team is made of. Hundred percent. Resiliency. And Oklahoma State Close it out with a touchdown at the end with about two and a half minutes left to ice it to go up 10. I mean, Oklahoma State, they're top 10 for a reason. Yeah. It's going to show you need more than TCU's challenging them. They got, oh, wow. TCU, okay. (laughs) They play each other this week. There's so many good games this weekend, dude. dude. Uh, Yeah, this is a great weekend. This weekend. But let's uh, and then we were wrong about Iowa State, man. Man, Iowa State, you keep letting me down. I'm getting tired of These it. One point losses, man. What is this? Ten to nine. So Kansas is this State. now the best team in Kansas? Uh, no. They're both. They both have one loss. Yeah, but Kansas State. Is Kansas has lost the twelve. Kansas loss is a lot better than Kansas State's loss. I'm just saying. Oh, can't, facts. Can't, Kansas State slipped up. Kansas State lost to Tulane at home. They slipped up. Oh, because they're getting ready for Oklahoma, which who was good at the time. Probably. but Got caught lacking. The Big 12, I mean, the three teams you're talking about at the top is not what you're used to. Well, I mean, good Lord, at least some team in purple's doing good because it's not the one in Baton Rouge. Brian Kelly, <laughs> looking at you, family. But, I, the Big 12, man, I, it's not what I thought it would be. 10 you to got, 9? What what the hell is this? I don't know. This is Iowa State. I saw this coming. If anything, I know I picked Iowa State, but ten to nine seems about right for Iowa State. Yeah, I agree. But the top of the Big Twelve right now, have you looked at it? No, but I'm about to. Kansas State, <laughs> Oklahoma State, TCU, Kansas. Those are your top four right yeah, now. Yeah, it's like everybody predicted, bro. What are you talking about? Yeah, because nobody had Oklahoma, Baylor, or Texas in their top three. Yeah, okay. Or West Virginia. <laughs> I, I actually don't know about that one. No, I don't think anybody. But yeah, Iowa State, you're pretty much doing what everybody knows you can do. You're you're creating low-scoring, entertain, defensively entertaining games. Just can't seem to get it done. Like, Big Ten. Like, look, the last two weeks. Granted, they lost to Baylor, 31 to 24, but that was a good offense. But the last two weeks, 14 to 11, you lost to Kansas. 10 to 9, you lose to Kansas State. I mean, your last two games have been decided by a. T- Combined total of four points to two pretty good teams. Yeah, and I will, I will say to move this on. too about Kansas real quick. It's unfair that they, I think they dropped them out of the AP poll. Did they not? I don't know. I'm trying to move on. I think you're trying unfair. to talk about some stuff we're gonna talk about later. Oh, they didn't. They didn't drop them out. Okay, Nebraska <clears throat> back in the win column. One score game. One score game. They they were losing. One point those. game. Yeah, they were losing those. One point game. They were losing um, those. Nothing else to say. Um, Nebraska's. The, but that's against that was against a bad Rutgers team. Well, Rutgers is bad every year, but. Uh, Michigan. 
Struggled they, early. They struggled early. It was 10 Closed to 10 at halftime. Closed but. it out big. Still don't think Michigan's a top four team. No. That's just my opinion. They're not. Uh, they get the win, though, 31 to 10, but they were I mean, tied at halftime. Yeah, it's just the AP poll. I think if the playoff poll were to come out like this week, Michigan probably would not be in the top four. Well, they'd probably be sitting at six. Yeah, because yeah, I, I don't know. I just I, I don't see it, man. I, I don't I don't see it. I don't I don't you gotta beat Ohio State to me. And nobody's nobody in the Big Ten's beating Ohio State. And speaking of Ohio State Blowout. Blowout it, said it. Forty nine to twenty. Nobody's surprised. Nope, they covered. Pretty sure spread was like 26. Yeah, yeah no, nobody's surprised. Ohio State's the best team in the country right now. I know they play in a weaker conference. I know they play a weaker schedule, whatever you want to. That Notre Dame game at the beginning of the year doesn't look good anymore, so you can't lean on that. But then again, I remember when Alabama beat number three Florida State and they the quarterback broke his leg and they fell off. So I will give Ohio State credit. At the time, you beat a top five team. I can't say anything about it because it it's it's hard it's hard with that kind of stuff because the team it, it's just different. There, there's something about having the, that number by your name. It makes, it makes the game at the makes time games different. different. Yeah, it makes the game at the time different. If I I will say if yeah if Ohio State and Notre Dame played again, Ohio State beats them by forty. I I wholeheartedly think that. And Illinois. Yeah, like seeing what you see now with these teams. Yeah. yeah, it'd be a lot different. Yeah, I, I was jumping. I'm sorry. But I want to talk. Brett Bielema, the Illinois, they're making some noise, baby. <laughs> yeah, bro. Back to the I know Owa. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's our. God, dude. Nine to six. Okay, well, there's no offense in this game. It was all kickers. Uh, nine. The only 9 6 score I recognize is. Two of the greatest defenses to ever step on the field at the same time in college. 2011. Um, that's only 9-6 game. Yeah, that's the only 9-6 game I'll recognize. What happened at the end of that year? We don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, that's the only one I remember, too. Games like that make You want to know what happened? Okay. I, no, 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 no. This is what happened. I'll <laughs> kick six field goals. You didn't miss a field goal in that game. That's what happened. Uh, yeah, and you made it look it, worse than it was because you, you kicked yeah. six field goals, scored a touchdown, and you missed the extra point. Get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah, and then, I, if I'm not mistaken, your offense only crossed the 50-yard line like once or twice in that game. Well, I'm still waiting for game three of that series that we don't have. So. <laughs> series is it's one-to-one gonna, in my eyes. Give it – give it a – I think what we talked about a little bit earlier, Brian Kelly, in a couple more years, we're going to see more Alabama LSU games like that. Yeah. Nick Saban and so Brian I'll, going head to I'll head. say this. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> that can't happen. We're too uh, young for that, bro. Uh, We're too young for that. Oh, my God. But, yeah, let's just – I mean, 9-6, Illinois gets a big win, beats Iowa. Brett Bielema, he's got him at 5-1 and one right now. Now, it doesn't matter when you play in the same conference as Ohio State, but – and oh that! Then, oh yeah. Um, the NCAA recognizes that 2011 is an unclaimed national championship for LSU, which I, I understand. It, it makes sense, you know. We beat them. We lost to them. You know, we didn't claim it because we're not Alabama. We don't claim BS championships, but should maybe you have uh, more. Purdue beat Maryland. 
31-29. Seems like it was a good game. Didn't watch it. Don't watch the Big Ten. I was pass out on the couch in the third quarter the of Ten. my game. I can't um, watch the Big Ten. Like, they got a big game this week. I think Michigan and Penn State, guess who's not? Well, I'm not watching. I don't care. I'm not going to watch. Yeah, you are. Uh, no, Pac-12, uh, we're on from the... Uh, the, the Let's go! The most crazy conference in the country! This said the most crazy. It's craziest. I, I'm, I'm Southern. What, Bro, what the hell is the Pac-12? I don't know. UCLA's rolling, baby. Another big win for UCLA. Why was a one-loss team ranked higher than UCLA? We don't know because they just got beat. I don't know. 42-32, beat Utah. Look at that. Called that. I don't know if I called that. I'm not going back and looking. If you guys really care, you can go back and look and then tweet and say, hey, you were wrong, you idiot. But y'all don't listen anyway, so how about that? Okay, wow. Are we just wasting our time with this podcast? No. No, we're not. If you don't want to listen, turn it off. I'm going back to look right now. Uh, we both picked Utah. We're, we're dumb. We look dumb. We look dumb. God, dude, what is the disrespect for UCLA for? What do they do? I don't know. Because their fans don't show up. Oh, yeah, they, they're fans. Hey, UCLA, you're 6-0 for the first time since 2005, and you're on a collision course with well, USC right now. Well, from what I saw, they're can- they, they play in the Rose Bowl, right? That's nowhere near. Nowhere near their campus. Their campus, because their campus may or may not be around a not-so-great area like most other campuses. But yeah, still. I, think the, I think the Rose Bowl is about an hour from their campus. Yeah, but still, man. Come come on, you Travel for this team. Travel. Go to these games. You, you, you know who always travels? Games. You know who always travels for their team's games? No matter how good or bad they are? USC. Alabama. Anyways, you guys leave at halftime. USC fans travel. So we don't have to stay. <laughs> is UCLA... Legit. You you put it in here. Are they legit? I put it in here because I wanted. To, we might be uh, hitting at the question of the week right now. I wanted to. Yeah, I think I think this is the question of the week because I think you have to look at uh, any team that's undefeated this is question right of the now. Week. Any team that's undefeated right now, you have to go look at their schedule. You have to look at their wins. How many question marks do they have? What what are they? What is their turnover margin? What are, these are things you need to look at and. I haven't done that for UCLA. <laughs> UCLA is starting to look real complete to me, UCLA man. and Ch- – hey, Chip Kelly, this is one Never of those mind. guys. He's been there, what, two Never or three mind. years now? So – But I, I'm just saying, Wait, man, they barely beat been there? South Alabama. But then they beat then they Washington, beat Washington and, and Utah. Utah. like a fourth year. Yeah, exactly. This was another one of those coaches that you had to give time. Like his Hello? first year, I'm pretty sure they went four and eight. And then you had 2019, I don't remember. 2020, they went like 3-4 and because the Pac-12 didn't play that many this games. Is his and then last year, year, he turned it around. He went 8-1. and one, Or 8-4, and four, I mean, not 1. 8-4. and four. And now look at you. You're 6-0. and oh. This is what we're talking about. you got to give these coaches, when they go into a program, you've got to give them time. Chip Kelly's first three years at Utah, first two years were garbage. Or at UCLA. They were garbage. And last year, he turned it around. And went eight and four. Right. Because he beat LSU. And now look at you this year. You're six and zero. So you hear that? What, what is that? Did you hear that? That's Arizona State. <laughs> How are you going to interrupt State. me like that? Whatever. So I stopped listening. You were talking about UCLA, bro. I don't care about Chip Kelly, UCLA. I'm just. I was hey. just hinting at the fact you got to give the coaches time. 
Bro, Arizona State's knocking, bro. They're ready. Arizona State upsets Washington. Arizona State is terrible, but they still upset Washington. I mean, I well, you put it in here. What is Pac-12? I don't what, know what the what's going I on. I don't know what's going on. I wish I knew what was going on, but your games will kick off to 9:30. I can't watch your game now. I will be the last two weekends. They've had two thirty, one thirty kickoffs. They've had one thirty kickoffs. Pac-12, Pac-12 commissioner, please get a TV deal. Where you can have at least two of your games at a time where people are awake. I understand if you you, you can kick it off at one. Coast, you can kick it off at one central, two that's eastern, and that is eleven a.m. a.m. Which is that's that's normal. And you could kick off another one at four and kick but off one at eight. If you start playing football like this, like you play basketball, okay, basketball is not that great. But if you start playing football like this. You you have to have better TV deals, cause these it's not just about Nobody's like who, it's not about what you're winning and losing. The the most recognized teams in the Pac-12 is USC and Oregon, because they've Washington. had TV time that where they Washington. Okay, Washington. that's fair. But like yeah. they back in the past, Pac-12 has had games kick off at like seven o'clock, which is mm-hmm. five o'clock Pacific time. But if you wanna if you wanna be Recognized as a competitive conference, you have to have you can't keep playing these games where people can actually games. watch and not go watch highlights. Where it's I nitpicked. can't, that I can't understand why that. Like by the time nine ten o'clock rolls around, I'm like, I'm done. I'm especially if you're an LSU fan, you're drunk. <laughs> if you're a Tennessee but, fan, you're drunk. Georgia, you're probably drunk. Alabama, you're probably drunk. You're not nobody, watching this because you're passed nobody, out. Nobody's trying to watch. And then at that, it's mediocre team. It's not even fun to watch half it, the time. Yeah, and if your team's playing at 6, 7 o'clock, by the time that game's over, you're like, well, I'm more out from watching my team struggle. Or I'm more out from watching my team win. You're not going to just want to stay up and watch another game. You're going to pass the hell out, go to sleep, and wake up in the morning and be like, oh, hey, Arizona State beat Washington. Too bad I couldn't watch it. I don't even know if this game, kicked, this game probably didn't even kick off late. It did because UCLA Utah was the one thirty game. But did I get my point across? I think you did. No, this game actually kicked off at three o'clock. But still, like, you, you where's the exposure, sure. man? Uh, it's just they don't have the teams to do. It. Like you said, it's really just Oregon and USC in that conference. And speaking of that, they both got wins. Um, Oregon yeah, USC beat Arizona. Just rolling, man. Lincoln Riley's rolling. Yeah, Oregon beats Arizona forty nine twenty two. And USC beats Washington State thirty to fourteen. Those are your two teams right now in the Pac twelve. UCLA is slowly just creeping up, and it's yeah. Oregon Pac twelve is interesting. Oregon State got a close one against Stanford. Big comeback, I think. I think it's a comeback. Looks like it. We're not worried about Oregon State. All right, we're not worried about Oregon State, but they won. <laughs> um, Oregon beats Arizona. Didn't see that. Or forty nine twenty. Saw that coming as well. I meant to say. Yeah. And then, like I said, USC yeah, I mean, stays board. undefeated. Like we were still said, talking Lincoln. about games. We're not even to the ACC yet, and we're about an hour in. Lincoln Riley is vibing with USC, and they're undefeated. Big win against Washington State, 30-14. to 14. And now we can jump to the ACC. I think we should kind of fly through these. Um, oh somebody else is knocking. Pitt? Is it Somebody Pitt? else is knocking. Pitt is back in the W column. Pitt. Spurg, back in the win column. I don't want to butcher this guy's name, but Abani Conda. Back. 
36 carries, 320 yards, and six touchdowns. That's insane. Who is it against, though? Good job. I don't think that really matters, honestly. It don't matter who that's against. That's insane. No, it doesn't. No, that's insane. It doesn't matter who you play. It's, it's, at the end of the day, it's still a Power 5 team, and you ran all over them. I agree. And then I included Notre Dame under ACC for funsies. That's fine. It, it makes sense. No, that makes sense. That's fine. But uh, Notre Dame, huge, huge win. Huge, huge win. win. I was wrong. I will eat the words on it. I will eat the words. Huge win for Marcus Freeman. You needed this. Needed that. So bad. And BYU, what the hell, man? Hey, Y'all started off so hot. And then y'all say, they lost. Well, we don't want to play football no more. They beat Baylor, and that was their season. But Man, Marcus Freeman and Notre Dame, you get a huge win, 28-20 to in Vegas. It's called the Shamrock Series, but they're 11-0 and in that game. Beat number 16 BYU, and not going to say um, anything crazy about Notre Dame. Great win, but they are not going to compete for anything. They're far from what Brian Kelly had them at. And that's expected with a first-year coach, hence everything we've discussed about coaches. Yep. Uh, while we're in the independence, because Notre Dame is independent for some reason, Liberty beat UMass 42-24. Liberty's 5-1. and one. That's all I got to say about it. Liberty always kind of – Hugh Freeze, man. You think I'm surprised no one doesn't – I was about to know, say, you thinking if Harson, want the baggage. If Harson's gone – well, we already know who Freeze can coach in the SEC. He can win games. Exactly. I'm he can just, lose games, too. There was another guy that we're going to discuss later, but there, if Auburn lets go of Harson, there's some good candidates out there. I just would not agree with them letting him go. And then back into the ACC, Clemson. Yeah, I'm sorry. completely wrong about this. I'm sorry, Clemson. You guys are just flying under the radar. You're quietly just doing what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I mean, big nothing win. crazy. 31-3, just – that's big win. Beat them. You just beat them. Beat Straight them. up. Head to head. Just My, my team is better than yours. That's just what that was. Exactly. I, oh, I want to say this real quick about Clemson. Yep, go ahead. Is it, It's Ugalale, right? Now you say it? Unga, yeah, I don't know. Ugalale. Unga, great improvement. Great, great improvement from last year. I don't want to make fun. I'm not making fun of his name, by the way. I just truly don't know how to say yeah, it. Yeah, but. Last oh, yeah. year versus Great this improvement. year, different player. Great player. He's good. He's always been good. It's just like he needed that. He needed Last year he's a freshman, right? Like yeah, he just he needed, needed a year to, time. to get he's going. Looking really good. And um, NC State, we yep. we knew this was going to happen. They Florida beat State F- blew it. Beat Florida State nineteen to seventeen. Um, Florida State did blow it. I remember seeing some things. I don't remember something about play to calling three at the half. Okay, what happened? Okay, but like we said, Florida State's trending in the right direction. But they like NC State. Yeah, Florida more State. Keep your head up. Yeah, you're in. You, like you just said, they're in the right direction. It, it's hard to go beat a team like NC State, who's established. They've beaten Clemson before. They've Should won the ACC Clemson. before. So, and then I think this one's worth noting because UNC has only got one loss on their schedule. They barely beat a Miami team who just lost to Middle Tennessee State. Yeah, I want to say this about UNC. They're probably the worst one-loss team. A hundred percent. Which is, this is why they're not ranked. Yeah, they're the, they're, they're the worst. Like, how do you barely beat this Miami team who just lost to Middle Tennessee State? Who, by the way, so we're about to get into the group of five. Middle Tennessee State got the break speed off of them by UAB. So, is UAB better than Miami? Yes. Exactly. 
I love um, you. That. You left you left some out here that I want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, no, you can touch on it. Georgia Tech fired all what's his name, and they are winning. They're winning. So they're it's, win starting, total. it's starting to point that maybe it was the coach because Georgia maybe. Tech has talent. Their win total, Vegas had their win total at two and a half or three, and they're already they're there. Three. They're already and there. And Wake so Forest, they can I mean, be eligible. They need three yeah. more wins. Yeah, you got six games. You just need to win half of them. But, I yeah, they fired the coach. Problem. It shows you they had good players. Talent was there. Another thing, too, though, it, players it, it had mean, to be. Players will play for someone who they want to play for, too. I hate to say that that's a thing, but it is 100% a thing. And then I touched on it. It is. It, it just, it's, it's that respect thing that you have to have. And it's showing, like you said. I think we think it was a coach thing at Georgia Tech. I'm interested to see how the last six games go. But hey, they've got two wins in a row now, right? So, yes, sir. They're and they they beat Pitt. They beat Pitt. Pitt's a good team. Pitt's a really last good week. team. Pitt. I'll, I'll say Pitt's a really good team. Pitt is a above average team. They're not some team you can schedule and beat up on. They're they're a good. Yeah, not team. mediocre, not the best. Yeah, and then we love the group of five here. But I will. This isn't really G five. It's more. I think this is FCS, is it not? Swack. Yeah, yeah. swack. So Alabama State head coach Eddie Robinson, and coach Dion Jackson Prime. Jackson. Jackson State. Yeah, State. I saw. I the saw. Video, Jackson State. By the way, have you saw yeah, the two I, angles? I saw. But ja- Jackson State is a good team. <clears throat> Jackson State is before, a really good before team. we jump into this post game. Apparently, uh, Dion had his team throwing the ball when they were up and the game was over. So I can see how you're upset. Uh, it's Dion. He, I don't blame Eddie Jack or Eddie Robinson. Getting mad about him. Mean, he shook his hand. But if you're going to throw the ball, which is fine, throw the ball. Make him pay for it. Yeah, but don't get mad practice. that he, he – don't, don't get mad that he didn't hug you. That's it. Dion, he shook, he shook your hand. He shook your hand. He did the sportsmanship thing. Don't try to pull him in and do extra like that. And then I think at the the pressers at the end, Eddie, Eddie Robinson, like – this things you said saying I'm swag, he's not swag. Don't don't say stuff like that. There, there's in the yeah, day. No, don't get me wrong. In, I love Dion. I love what you're doing with Jackson State, but just tone it down a little bit, please. Just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Eddie. Eddie saying that he's not swag. I'm swag. Like there, you can't say stuff like that. J- just tone it down a little bit. And just then Dion. Dion, Dion should have never responded to. Eddie's comments either so but he also didn't want to look like yeah well look like the that's true but you know that just the name of the game that yeah I don't Dion know that down, level I, I love what you're doing I don't know I, that level I very Dion. well I know there's a between like coaches at that in the FBS and top ranked teams there's a really good respect factor of like just yeah, I mean, cl- clearly Jackson State is the best team. Honest, yeah. And they're going to win the probably swag. Probably one of the and... best teams in the FCS. So. Yeah. And then, like I said, UAB, they beat Homecoming. Tennessee yep. 41-14. to 
good bounce back after you lose to a bad Rice team or a Rice team that has been bad. And in the past. this is another team that first year coach. Yeah, UAB. So yeah, UAB. I forgot about that. I mean, I know UAB's expectations aren't massive, but just no. But they're they're win conference USA, compete in conference USA, and in the American Athletic in a couple on next year. Yeah, Can we talk year. about someone in the Sun Belt that is falling apart? Yeah, App State. What are you doing? I mean, get but a, App State B A and M, so that was their season. You, yeah, you get a big win at A and M, and then the next week you get a crazy win at home, and then you just you disappear. But there's there's a couple teams in the Sun Belt. Yeah, but Texas State, that's a huge win. It is thirty six to twenty four over App State. That's a huge win. App State, I mean, they're three and three, but App State is not bad. They're not bad. That's they're a playing good three. bad. That's they're a good bad. three loss football team. But you got a couple teams right here in the Sun Belt competing for a New Year's Six spot. Now, Coastal Carolina's undefeated. Had a close game with Monroe, 28-21. But we're not talking about them. That that was a few years ago. We're done with the mullets. JMU. JMU. First year in the FBS, and you're undefeated. And it's not – I don't know that they've had a close game. I'll fact check you. Uh, close game against App State. Oh yeah, that's right. They had to come from behind. That, like we said, that's a good App State team. But that's it. James is good. I'm on the train, man. I am too. They've jumped up to the FBS, and I mean, great colors, I, purple and gold. Don't get any better than that. I've discussed it before on this. Uh, <laughs> to jump up to the FBS and compete right away, that's very impressive. And I think they're the best group of five team, and I think they have the yeah, best chance to get in the New Year's Six Bowl. And if they do get the New Year's Six Bowl, they can upset somebody, whoever they line up against. I yeah. may not argue with that. I you put this can. in here, Houston, massive. Yeah, massive comeback. Insane. That I. I don't. I Houston, think I saw it on. I think I saw it in the fourth. I think I saw it on game day. That morning, Saturday morning, they highlighted it. it was a Friday night game. And I was like, that's insane. Like, you don't see so stuff like that. So, you, this is 26 to 7. When the four is. So, Memphis scored 10 seconds into the fourth and made it 26 to 7. Basically, basically so 14 Houston, minutes. And you started off the year good, strong. Yeah, they. <laughs> they. Man. I. <laughs> I'm speechless. Dude. I don't I'm know what to say. Speechless. It's a great comeback. I'm still speechless. I mean, hang on. I'm. I'm looking at some highlights right now. It was thirty. <laughs> it was thirty-two to nineteen with four minutes in the fourth left. Exactly. Like, so Memphis Houston didn't give up. Blew it. Yeah, Houston, Houston didn't, didn't give up. up, and Memphis, you blew it. Man, what a, what a weekend. That was a good weekend. Let me see though. if we miss anything here. I don't know. I think we touched on. Everything. Do we miss any ranked games? Let me see. I don't think so. Unless Let's make was, sure we touched on unless everything. Unless it was a ranked team playing somebody. Uh, Cincinnati. I think I said yeah. it. Beat South Florida. Close yeah, one. Sh- sh- close. Struggle. They're not the same Cincinnati team that made the playoff last year. They're uh, so far from that. San Jose State, man. 4-1. and one. Only loss is to Auburn. They're yeah, looking good in the G five. I'm I'm looking at G five teams because it's easy to overlook these teams. Yeah, well, that's that, what uh, Conference USA probably not notorious for being the some of the best G five. 
Definitely not the Mac, I don't think. Not the Mac. Who did I miss? You're probably That's looking it. more at the American Athletic and the... Sunbelt. Sunbelt, yeah. So, well, this is probably the longest... That's the longest recap we've ever had. Longest so. recap. Most in-depth. We're getting better. I, th- I think we're getting better at this, too. Yeah, we're trying to improve as we go. And we, make, we really did a lot better this week than we had. Really, have. I think we're trying to value, instead of just talking about the score, try to throw in some stats, talk about some players, just throw some stuff in and just kind of give it some meat in the middle instead of just saying, yeah, this team beat this team. And it, in the end, I think, too, it'll help us come playoff poll time when they start doing the playoff rankings. We can go back and look at some of this stuff and – Instead of just basing it off of who they put where and discussing it, we can kind of make our own. But AP yeah, usually poll, right now we're wrapping up the podcast, episode, so we're just yeah. wrapping up the recap. Yeah, AP poll. Not really much to talk about. I mean, Alabama yeah, moves to three. UCLA big jump. Mississippi State big jump. UCLA is the best team in the Pac-12 right now with their wins. And then, like I said, TCU, they're they're there to take the, – they're going to take the crown from Oklahoma State. Like, they, I think TCU has the opportunity to win the conference against Oklahoma State this Saturday. And I know they have a conference championship now, but I'm just saying. Yeah, TCU we had – looking good. We had three teams jump in. Hey, Texas. JMU. Texas, welcome back. Welcome back, Texas. Illinois, hello. Hello. And uh, whoever voted for LSU to be 25th or whoever they voted You're on. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. But JMU, uh, first year in your FBS, five or six weeks in, and you're already in the top 25. Kudos. Yeah, absolutely. Kudos. Um, North Carolina's still not ranked. Don't deserve to be. You got to prove it. Coast Carolina, it. probably, arguably. You said it, though. North Carolina's the worst one-loss team the only reason Coastal Carolina's not ranked is because I think the JMU high. I think if JMU's not in the FBS, Coastal Carolina's sitting at 25 right now. So, before I say Notre Dame has three losses, correct? Yeah, Ohio State, Marshall, and maybe they only have two. So, I'm looking at – is it two before, before I go off on this? I'll, I'll put it in. Are they ranked? Is Notre Dame ranked? They're not ranked, but before I say I something – I didn't really – through the rankings. I'm going to say what I was thinking regardless. I'll but. tell you. I'm pulling it up right now. As we speak, Notre Dame has lost two games, so three and two. Okay, well, I was about to say because they had more votes than a lot of teams, and I thought they had three losses. Oh, because BYU should have beat them. Yeah. Yeah, not not much in the AP poll this week. Kansas State jumped up. <clears throat> and I just – I don't know. I want to I wanna mention this game so we don't forget. Kansas dropped out, right? Oh, no, Kansas – No, they're at night. Kansas didn't move. Up. Notre Dame's hosting Stanford this Saturday. Stanford's one and four. Notre Dame's a seventeen point favorite, so obviously Notre Dame Trap. gets a win there. Trap. Yeah. Because Notre Trap Dame after a big in win. two more weeks they get Syracuse and then Clemson back to back weeks. So oof. Good luck, Notre Dame. And I want to talk about this because this is really interesting. So Ohio State actually moved past Alabama and Georgia this week to become the consensus favorite to win the college football playoff national championship. This is the first time since November of 2020 that a team other than Alabama or Georgia has been the favorite. That 
two basically almost two years what? of Alabama and Georgia being. I the don't disagree with it. Title. No, with the way things look right now, Ohio State probably has the best chance. But the the thing. The oh, thing I that, missed this. I, I yeah, go ahead. I missed this. I should have texted you. I did text you about this. That why is Alabama dropping? Uh, a wins a win. When I texted you, I said, "Why? Why are they number three? And you said, "You you thought I meant lower? No, I meant they shouldn't have moved." I if if you were gonna move them, they probably should have went lower. If you were going to move, why drop them? They, they don't have over, Bryce Young. They took over the first spot over Georgia because Georgia slipped two weeks in a row. Now Georgia's back to number one, and you move Ohio State to two. Ohio State hasn't had a test. The, At least. I, I, Michigan Al- dropped and they won. I don't, man. Alabama has the you know. argument of they beat Arkansas technically with their backup because Arkansas came storming back in that third quarter. I don't think people remember that. Arkansas came storming back and Milrow had to come in. Now, granted, Jameer Gibbs carried it and handled it, but still. And then you beat AM when you turn the ball over four times with a backup. I kind of see where you're coming from. On They probably should have just dropped down to two and put Georgia at one. But Ohio State, as a matter of fact, Alabama's still number one in the the coaches poll. So I don't. The AP poll's whack. Tennessee AP poll's whack because you're jumping six. Tennessee. You're, you're going to jump Oklahoma State and USC, and you're going to drop Michigan, which I agree. Drop Michigan. Don't drop into five. Drop into fucking 15. Ah, I said the word. <laughs> Scrap it. Start over. Edit it out. (laughs) We are an explicit podcast, okay? We just try to. Yeah, the the explicit is there for slip ups like that. Like, since we said it was like, um, speaking of the. No shot. But listen, even on the radio, they've gotten really lenient with what can be said, so. Um, but <laughs> let's just jump into week seven predictions. If there was one word that could describe the LSU Tennessee game, it was what the fuck is going on? <laughs> All right, that's it. We're about to get canceled. Okay. Let's jump into week seven predictions. This AP poll that came out this past Sunday is going to be put to the test. You got a yeah, lot who cares, of, man? It's, a lot it's... of ranked teams. Oh, wait, 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 wait. That's the college football playoffs knocking for the rankings. We got two more weeks. Or next week, one right? More week. It's next week. It's week after, eight. It's oh. after week eight. So Ooh, we're gonna up. see we're gonna see Michigan not but even ranked. Let's just start. This is a two thirty game, but game day is going to Knoxville, Tennessee for yeah, Alabama okay, pause. Tennessee. Pause. Okay, pause. I cannot wait till CBS is done with the SEC contract. There's no reason. So we can play top... Big Noon kickoff. Let's go. <laughs> There's no reason a top 10 game should be kicking off at 2.30. It should be kicking off at should be a 6, PM 6 game. o'clock. ESPN. Nothing else should be kicking off this is within two... an hour of this, this game. This is the – in years in my lifetime that we can recall – this is the biggest third Saturday in October. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know how good Tennessee was in 09, but I know they almost beat y'all. 
I don't remember how good they were either, but I don't think they were that good. I don't think they were Rocky good. Block, baby. Rocky Block. It was the Rocky Block because Terrence Cody's big old took his helmet off before the game was over, but we didn't talk about that. But it's nobody okay. talked about it. It's okay. It's fine. That was ten years ago. Oh boy. But this is a big, I will say I will say this about this game. Like, like you just said, this is the biggest third Saturday biggest in October. Week? Yeah. But Alabama being a seven and a half point favorite, like what? It's Alabama. Is Bryce Young playing? I, no, there's no, I haven't seen anything yet. But I do want to – do you remember when we were younger, like probably like 8, 9, 10, like where college game day only went to like the 6, 7 p.m. games, the primetime games? You remember that? They didn't They, they didn't even go to like the 11 a.m. Yeah, games. they really had to. They only went to like 6 and 7.30 games, and then all these TV deals started happening. So now they have to go to these games where – where they have to basically, I, I will say it's cool though. Like when they went to the Texas Alabama game and they're like on the field right before the game kicks off and they're doing the picks. That's pretty cool. They did it at Kansas too, but still. But there's a lot to talk about in this Alabama Tennessee game. This is going to be the first time since 1989 that it features two unbeaten teams. Hey, Neyland Knox is going to be absolutely bumping. If they if Tennessee manages to beat Alabama, which they have a very good shot at doing so, that city's gonna burn down, dude. They're gonna go crazy. Yeah. Uh Nick Saban has not lost to Tennessee since he's been at Alabama. And this is probably the biggest game since he's been at Alabama against That's Tennessee. Correct. And I wanna go two ways with the pick here. If Bryce Young is playing, Alabama, <laughs> Alabama's going to win. <laughs> hey, it's also worth noting, I know Tennessee's secondary hasn't been very good, but their starting safety, Jalen McCallus, has been arrested on a felony aggravated assault charge. So. It may not sound like nothing, but knowing football, the safety's pretty Pretty important. Pr- pretty prominent out there. Yeah, so we'll Especially see. We'll see how how Heupel handles that. We'll see if he plays. Uh, I'm not really sure how all that's being handled. Don't really care. I, yeah, so I'm saying if Bryce Young plays, I like Alabama's chances. Versus okay. what I've seen without Bryce Young, I don't see how Alabama can beat Tennessee. Yeah, I, I'm kind of leaning the same way. Bryce Young plays. I think Alabama wins. I think Alabama can win with Jalen Milrow. I, I think they can too. I'm, I'm just. But regardless, I, what I've re- seen. Yeah, go ahead. If you play anywhere close to how y'all played last week, this game will be like the LSU game. Probably. It will be over. But the thing is, has Tennessee played a defense like Alabama? I know Alabama's defense isn't the best, but no. like. They haven't seen this type of pass rush. They haven't seen uh, this kind of defense. And so, like like you said, Bryce Young plays, I think Alabama wins this game, and I think they win it comfortably. If Jalen Milrow plays, they can win the game. It's going to be a lot harder. It's going to be a lot more stressful. Milrow's going to have to play a lot better than he did. Exactly. But I, will, I think he's do not be surprised if Tennessee wins this game. Do not be surprised. Whether Bryce or Jalen plays, do not be surprised if Tennessee wins this game. But I'm going to go Alabama regardless. That's my team. But 
Uh, yeah, I mean, you had my pick. Bri- I don't know if Bryce Young's playing. Nobody does. <laughs> Nobody does. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, my pick's going right. on if he plays or not. That's, that's going to be my pick. But ultimately, if I have to pick... It's hard... <sighs> in a game like this... On the road, man... It's hard to pick uh, against Alabama, but like you just said, on the road, it's probably easy to pick Tennessee. Obviously, like I said, I'm going Alabama regardless. That's my team. I, I'm not going to pick against them. But don't be surprised when Tennessee. If Tennessee I'll just, just go opposite of you and pick Tennessee then. I like it because I think Tennessee has a really good chance at winning this game. It's still a tough game to pick. Oh, yeah. Probably the hardest game of the day to pick. Well, I don't know. This next game we're going to talk about, 11 a.m., Penn State at Michigan. Michigan's a seven-point favorite. This is a big one in the Big Ten, but it doesn't really matter because Ohio State's going can destroy Penn State and Michigan at will. But Penn State going to the big house. With, I haven't seen enough from Penn State. With Michigan being – yeah, I like Michigan here. I think, I think Michigan, like as little as I've seen from them and as – Bad as they've looked. Oh, I thought State. Penn State was playing Ohio State. Oh hell no! Give me Penn State. I'm trying to what the hell I was looking at. Give me Penn State, dude. Yeah, go ahead and back. Yeah, backspace that Michigan. You're about to type. <laughs> put Penn State in there. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't like Penn State in that game. You go into the big house. I, I think Michigan shows that they are a good team in the Big Ten, and maybe can get up Ohio State a fight at the end of the year, but. Uh, picking Penn State here, that that's not a bad pick. I mean, that's a Michigan team that struggled against some pretty – Do you want to be wrong bad. about Michigan? I do. I really I, – I hope they're not – like, because I don't want to see – because every time Michigan gets in the playoff, and I don't think it's happened but once now, actually, so I don't know why I said every time. They got blown out. They got embarrassed. So, the same thing happens when any team not named Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State get in. They get blown out by another team. So, like Washington, they got in that one year and got blown out. Michigan, Cincinnati both got in last year. They both got blown out. So, I, I want to be wrong about Michigan, but if Michigan wins this game, it'll be an 11-0 Michigan versus an 11-0 uh, Ohio State at the end of the year. So, Yeah, if Michigan wins this, I'll take back. Is there I'll a reason take it you're going in-state, though? Like, what's your reason you just don't like Michigan? <laughs> Because I don't see anything from Michigan. I've seen Penn State. Michigan just doesn't seem impressive. Penn State did have a really good win at Auburn. I don't care how bad Auburn is. It's always tough to go blow somebody out on the road like that. Speaking of Auburn. But, yeah, I haven't – yeah. Speaking of – I mean, man, I don't know. Ole Miss – Auburn at Ole Miss. Auburn can't score. Ole Miss is a 16-point favorite. Auburn wins this game. They save Harson's job. They Auburn's lose. not winning because they can't score. That's all I got to say. I'm not picking Ole Miss. I'm just saying Auburn can't win. So you're picking Ole Miss. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not picking Ole Miss. Do you, see, do you see what I'm saying? I mean, you can understand what I'm saying. Like, Auburn cannot score. I'm going with Auburn. You're an idiot. I'm a, Auburn, Auburn's I hope gonna you're sh- right. Auburn's going to show up, and they're going to somehow <laughs> Bro, show Auburn up. can't score, this, man. This that's be, all I'm this saying. This will be the most Auburn thing you've ever seen. They're going to somehow go in there. Oh, that's a good mess. point. But this is, this is in this is in Oxford. It doesn't uh, matter. They're going yeah, to do something stupid. It's Auburn. And honestly, if Ole Miss wins this game, it's by 20 or more. If Auburn's able to keep it close to uh, Ole Miss, you're in trouble. Don't let Auburn keep this game close because Auburn – Somehow finds a way to win close. Ole Miss games. better score. Ole Miss, Ole Miss score. can score three touchdowns. It's over. 
Yeah, I agree. Because Auburn can't score 20 points. And another 11 a.m. kick. Kansas, what the hell is this line say? Are you Kansas kidding me? at Oklahoma. Oklahoma seven and a half point favorite. Kind of disrespecting Kansas here because Oklahoma just got embarrassed by Texas. And that was their third straight loss. I can't and believe this. Kansas is needing to bounce back. That was a tough loss at home against TCU. But Kansas has the excuse of not having their starting quarterback. So I'm going to go Oklahoma here. I don't see Oklahoma losing four straight games. And I think Oklahoma at home, I think you're going to see a pretty empty stadium. But I think Oklahoma gets it done. Um, Not so fast, my friend. (laughs) Kansas. They're America's team. You usually do this. I'm doing it for some reason. So if Kansas loses this game, look for them to just continue losing. Probably. But I think Oklahoma's terrible. There's no way Oklahoma loses a fourth straight game. But then again, Kansas probably has a little chip on their shoulder thinking, because you're going in a seven and a half dog and you just lost, and every, the media, everybody's probably giving up yeah. on you. So. And at the same time, Kansas was rolling with momentum and they just lost it. So True. We'll see. Oklahoma I, I think that'll be a game. better game than people think. Iowa State at Texas, keeping it in the Big 12 here. Texas is a 17-point favorite, pretty much 16-and-a-half. Uh, with viewers being back, Texas is going to keep the momentum. Yeah. Rolling. They're going to win this game. I keep picking Iowa State as, like, yeah, this is the game. Uh, Quinn, yours? No, you're not doing it. It's not happening. But I will say Iowa State has kept games close, and they keep losing these low-scoring games. It's Quinn, yours. But yeah, yeah, be a low scoring game. This is going to be the same thing as Baylor. Texas is going to put up too many points for Iowa State to be able to compete with. And, yeah, Texas wins that game. Big. I'll say big. Texas wins big. They need that. They need to win big, too. Minnesota at Illinois. Minnesota is a six-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. No. Minnesota, you're 4-1 and one in your losses to Purdue and Illinois. You're five and one, and your loss was to Indiana, so you both lost to some, probably some pretty bad teams. But Brett Bielema has Illinois in a very good spot midway through the season. I like Illinois at home here. Yeah, I think, I think they're going to keep. Ella's going to keep making the noise, baby. Yeah, I think Brett Bielema is a good coach too. So back to the Big Twelve because I did these in the order of the time they kick off. So this is probably like a two thirty game. Oklahoma State at TCU. Who's favoring? I'm assuming TCU, but this is a big one in the Big 12. This is a big one in the Big 12. I think the winner of this is your Big 12 champion, honestly. <clears throat> so Oklahoma State at TCU. This TCU's is the battle of the unbeatens, right? TCU, yeah. TCU is a four-point favorite. Uh... Like I said, this is practically for the Big 12. These are the last two unbeaten in the conference. Kansas State is 3-0 in conference play, but like we mentioned earlier, they lost to Tulane. This is this going to be a good game. TCU's crowd's going to show up. This might be the only time you ever hear me say this. I'm going TCU. But let's go Cowboys. Oh, okay. I'm going TCU. TCU's got some good momentum. They just got a huge road win last week, and then they get to come home, and they welcome in an undefeated 
conference opponent, I think TCU's crowd is going to be a huge factor in this game, and they're going to pull off the upset. It is an upset, yes. TCU's 13th and Oklahoma State's 7th, I think. So this is an upset. This one's pretty interesting. In the ACC, you got NC State at Syracuse. Syracuse is three-and-a-half-point favorite as of Sunday. I haven't re-looked. All this is done off of Sunday, so if you guys listen to this and think we're dumb, we don't recheck the lines. But we are dumb. We are very dumb. But two established teams in the ACC, in my opinion. This is a divisional matchup. Uh, they're trying to keep their hopes alive. A Syracuse win kind of ends NC State's of an ACC championship. But if NC State wins, they can still hope that Syracuse beats Clemson and makes the that division and that conference very fun. I don't know who to go for here, honestly. I don't know how Syracuse is favored. Because they're at home, I guess. Let's BS, bro. NC State wants this more. NC State's playing for more. So you're going to go NC State? Absolutely. I'm going to go NC State, too. I agree with you. I think NC State is, like you said, they, they know what's on the line here. They lose this game, their hopes of, of getting into the ACC championship game over. Losing to Clemson hurt them, but they still have hopes if they can win out and something crazy happens. So I think, like you said, they, they got more to play for. And I think they're the better team, too, honestly. Yeah. Like I said, they're two established teams in the ACC. They both made big strides in recent I, I, years. Syracuse, man, but... I, I just don't see it. All right. James Madison and Georgia Southern. James Madison is basically an 11-point favorite. Like we mentioned earlier, it's their first season in the FBS, and they're already in the top 25, and they're 5-0. and But they they want to get in a New York Six Bowl. they got to keep this rolling, and I think they do on the road. I don't see them losing. Yeah, it's kind of hard to pick against them with what they've been doing. Another fun one in the ACC. Clemson at Florida State. Florida, no, Clemson's a three and a half point favorite. Florida State slipped up, but they've lost to two pretty good teams. And Clemson is just like we've said this past several weeks. They're just quietly doing what they should. And they're going to continue to quietly do what they should and get a win on the road here. Florida State, you're just not there. Yeah, Florida State, uh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping Doak Campbell will be shock, sold out. Shock the world, rocking. This is probably Clemson's toughest game. They played against Florida State since Jameis was there. Probably. And I kept, I kept rolling with Florida State. I wanted to see him keep winning. But you lose to NC State. <laughs> Lose to Wake Forest. Lose to Wake Forest, which both of those teams beat Clemson. Like I said, those are so two by good virtue teams. of those losses, you cannot beat Clemson. All right, so you're going Clemson. I mean, that, that's not even true, realistically. But I don't see Clemson. Clemson, losing. like we said, Clemson's just quietly doing what they should, and I think they continue to do that. Florida State, hey, prove me wrong, shock the world. But nobody's picking Florida State. I guarantee you that. Nobody's picking them. Big one in the SEC. Mississippi State at Kentucky. Mississippi State's a seven-point favorite. Mississippi State right now. I just said Mississippi State so many times in a row. But with Will Rogers, they look really scary. (laughs) And Kentucky just out. 
home loss you just Looking suffered ahead? to South Carolina. Maybe. I think I think Mississippi State wins. They keep it rolling. Uh, they're too hot right now. I don't – I know it's hard to go into Kentucky and get a win, but South Carolina just did it. And Mississippi State, you are ten times the team that South Carolina is. South Carolina laid the blueprint, and they, they're not even as good as you offensively. So, I like State in this game. State's too hot right now. Yeah, like you said Mississippi State's hot. Kentucky wants to bounce back. But this is where Kentucky season starts to come off. The wheels start to come off a little bit. Like it always and does. you're not going to tighten them down this week. It's how it always is for Kentucky, man. They start hot and lose three or four in the middle, and then they win the last few. Big one in the Pac-12. USC at Utah. Utah's a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home. But Utah just got embarrassed at UCLA. And I don't think USC can come into this game and play like they have the last few weeks. Because Utah is a lot better than the teams USC's played the last couple weeks. And if you let Utah hang around, they will beat USC. And being on the road at Utah. I'm going to go USC here. I think Lincoln Riley is a good coach. He's got him rolling. And I don't think he's going to let them slip up in the Pac-12 this early. Yeah, I believe really early, like, Utah's been on the struggle bus. And... USC is just just they're they're just playing good football, and I think they're better than Utah. Yeah, they're playing really good football right now. Lincoln Riley, like we've said, got them rolling. I just I find it hard to believe that USC loses at Utah, especially Utah with their losses right now. You lost to Florida and you lost to UCLA. So LSU at Florida. Florida's a two and a half point favorite. LSU is 100% looking to bounce back after a pretty embarrassing showing at home. And <laughs> you put it in here, it's kind of fun. Looking to beat at least one SEC East team this year. And Florida, I don't know, they're struggling. Barely beat Missouri last week. And they're like we said earlier, their Utah win doesn't look good. I think... Brian Kelly needs to understand, even though these two teams in this game are both playing with, what, two, two, three losses, whatever it is, that this is a huge game for LSU fans. It's one you've got to win if you're going to be the coach at LSU. And I think he goes in there and gets it done. Yep, so clear, like you said, you said it best. We're looking to bounce back after whatever the hell that was last week. (laughs) <laughs> and we only have two chances to beat the SEC East team every year. Sometimes three, if you're lucky. But, ah, man, like you just said, like if you want to coach at LSU, Florida, you, you got to beat them. Especially in Florida, the type of year they're having, you have to beat them. We have to go in here. We got we to prove something. Like, hey, we got it together now. Like, we're going to go in here. It's a tough place to win. Oh, Looking for our fourth straight. We beat Florida the last two years with probably when we shouldn't have. I don't see a reason we can't do it, and I don't pick against my team. I don't care. I don't either. I picked Alabama, but I just said don't be surprised if Tennessee wins. 
I said that you're, last week. Yeah. You're you're probably thinking the same this week. I mean, LSU can very much go in here and win this game, but Florida Just as can much also, as Florida can do it. Yeah, but we, Florida can too. If we can go in and beat Auburn, <laughs> we uh, we can beat Florida. I agree. And the last game we're gonna pick this week, we usually do about 15. I don't know how many we're. This at, might not be the last game because I got a couple. Oh, nice. Arizona at Washington. Washington is a 16 point favorite. I bragged on Washington early this year, and they're looking to bounce back after a hard loss against Arizona State, and Arizona's playing with nothing to lose. Washington gets it done at home. Yeah, um, I don't have much to say about it. I went off on the Pac-12 earlier, and that's why I don't have much to say about it. Just give me Washington. Yeah, I think Washington will get it done. And that is all I have down. What are the games you want to touch on? Say. Easy to overlook this one. BYU, Arkansas. Arkansas going. Whoa. Yeah. Arkansas at BYU. Are you sure that's this week and not a bye week or anything? I'm looking at it, buddy. Nice. Who's favored? I would give you the answer in about three seconds. (laughs) I'm assuming it's BYU at this point. Uh, Arkansas, one and a half. Ooh. Three loss Arkansas team going to a two loss BYU team. Arkansas is just... It, wheels are coming off, man, and BYU's want to bounce back. Arkansas needs this win. I don't think Arkansas can go in here and get it done. I think they do. I think they go in there and get it done. So I think Sam Pittman, the Mormons, get, Sam Pittman's on his team all week. I think that Arkansas very well can go in here and beat this BYU team. BYU's a very beatable team, as you've seen. Arkansas, they just they let's let's cut Arkansas some slack. They didn't have KJ Jefferson this past week, so. That 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 sucks when you don't have your starting quarterback at trust. Next me. man up mentality. You also I should have listened to you when you said go put in games because it's easy it's easy to overlook teams they don't have a number by their name. Yeah. North Carolina you. at Duke. Basketball? North Carolina seven point spread. This ain't basketball. UNC's favored by seven. I like North Carolina here. I think um, I think they are the worst one loss team, but Duke is not. Yeah, Duke's about to prove it. Oh, you got Duke with the upset. I'm gonna call it an upset because I'm assuming Duke's like two and three. Duke. What is Duke's record right now? Four and two. Oh, okay. Well, UNC's still gonna get the win. Baylor at West Virginia. <sighs> Yeah, Thursday. Why do you want to? Why do you want to talk about this one? Because West Virginia is an awful team. West Virginia. Baylor awful. is just falling apart. West Virginia <clears throat> sucks. What'd you Let's say? Not even talk about Baylor, this game. Actually, Baylor at West Virginia. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, those are Baylor. Baylor's fell apart, and West Virginia is really bad. Baylor's gonna win that game. We don't have to talk about it or pick it, but Baylor will win that game. I mean, Baylor's the better team. Did you put Stanford at Notre Dame in there? I couldn't remember. No, but Notre Dame will win that as well. Notre Dame's a 17-point favorite at home. That's a 1-4 Stanford team. That Stanford team isn't good. Marcus Freeman's a better coach and has a better team. Notre Dame will handle that. No problem. Yeah, that that should wrap up the picks then. What a, okay, 
you know, it's time for our quick snippets. Um, NFL starting to seem more and more rigged. Rigged. Yeah. Let's talk, let's touch on this though, since it's been a big talk. Uh, the NFLPA investigation found no violation in the handling of Tua Tonga Viola. However, they did fire somebody. Uh, we talked about that last week, so no wrongdoings there, which is good to hear. But I mean, there's better concussion protocols throughout other leagues, so why can't the NFL figure it out? Who knows? Not anything I know about. And now we can talk about rigged. Yeah, Tom Brady gets Tom Brady. sacked in probably one of the will, most did, that not, was, not the hardest sack was, I've ever seen. Let's. I want to talk about this though. I watched majority of this Falcons Bucks game. The Falcons they're getting embarrassed. It's twenty one to nothing in the fourth. They made it twenty one to fifteen, and I'm like, hey, they can do this. Uh, they called a stupid holding penalty in the middle of the field on AJ Terrell, who's one of the best corners in the game, by the way. And then they absolutely we tackled Tom Brady and the Bucks tried to go deep. We literally tackled the receiver. They didn't throw a flag. I'm not going to defend anything. That, like, these refs are awful. You call a bad holding, and then you make up for it with a blatant P.I. miss on the Falcons. Like, the Falcon, he tackled the guy, bro. And then that roughing the passer call, what was Grady Jarrett supposed to do? I, I want somebody to tell me, maybe our question of the week shouldn't be about UCLA being legit. It should be, is the NFL rigged? Is the NFL rigged? What is going on? Because yeah, what I, I, I don't know if you saw this one. The holding on call Monday last night? night or Monday yeah. night? What? How do you call a on holding a goal? on a defensive player on a field, bro? I I don't know anymore. That one did it in for me. The yeah, well, on a field I, to finish up the Falcons and Bucks though, the refs gave the Bucks that game, and yeah, the Falcons should not have been down twenty-one to nothing if they wanted a shot. The refs suck though, but and the Falcons had players out Cordero Patterson and Kyle Pitts did not play but these refs man like I you you know more about it than me the Saints have been screwed by the refs for the past three years yeah speaking of the Saints um we're back in the win column beating the Seahawks the Swiss Army knife Taysom Hill four touchdowns Taysom Hill is so electric ran for three threw one and one one of his three was a 60 yard touchdown run he also had, good lord, man, I don't want to mess all this up. He had so much stuff happen. He had over, I think it was a block punt that he blocked and recovered. There, there's no, that guy is so versatile. He, he did so, a lot. I don't know what he He is so did. valuable to a team because, yeah, he's small and all this other stuff, but he, he's a football he player. His worked his butt off. And speaking of football player, Cooper Rush, he's a Cool five and zero as the Cowboys starter, or as a starter in general. Cowboys moved to four and one. Yeah, big game this week. Uh, yeah, Cow- Cowboys Eagles. Eagles undefeated. They're talking about Cooper Rush still going to start, which I don't know how you even put think about putting Dak Prescott yeah, in. He may Dak be high game. paid, but I don't know I how you even think twice about Cooper, not starting Cooper's Cooper hot. Rush. Cooper's hot right now, and you got a big. I game. I wouldn't put him in at all. No. And then keep it in the NFC. Panthers fire head coach Matt Rule after one and four start to the season. He finishes eleven and twenty-seven at Carolina. This is the guy I was hinting at earlier. If Auburn lets Harson go, Matt Rule, that's a guy you could bring in. Matt He's... Rule's gonna make a great offensive analyst at Alabama. 
Um, and yeah, this just goes to show that some some of these college coaches cannot go to the next level and get it done. Nick Saban. Nick Saban. Nick Saban, prime example. Uh, one coach that could example. get it done, Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll got it done. But Matt Rule was great at Baylor. And yeah, Matt Rule is good at Baylor. And there's a lot of head coaching jobs opened up in college, and I think he's hinted at coming back to college. So he, he's going to be a big name. Somebody will pick him up. Easy. Somebody, yeah, 100%. He's a good coach. Nebraska? Can't cut it Ooh, in the Ooh, Nebraska. Huh? That might be a good hire. I mean, um, Joe, Burrow's, Joe Burrow's coming home this week. Bengals at the Saints. Um, very, very um, uh, conflicted. I want to see Joe do good. Joe can have four or five touchdowns, but if they don't win, that's that's fine. That's a win-win for you, right? It's a win-win because we love Joe Burrow. It's all we ever have. It's all we talk about. I um, wanna I wanna talk about Jalen Hurts though. You said the Eagles man, are undefeated. Got, they man, play got the his one weapon, and he looking good. He has 19 rushing touchdowns in the first 24 games of his career, which breaks the all-time NFL mark set by Cam Newton. That's weird. We had 18 and 25 games, so Hertz has 19 and 24. Cam had 18 and 25. And I think it's cool to talk about that both of these guys came from Alabama and Auburn, our home state. It's pretty cool. Uh, Philadelphia is the only 5-0 team in the NFL, led by Jalen, who, I mean, even I said it when he was at Alabama that he was not an NFL-caliber quarterback, and look at the guy now. So, very impressive. Yeah, his top two weapons are from the SEC, A.J. Brown, Ole Miss, and Devontae Smith. Alabama. Alabama. So it 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 just it's just cool to see stuff like that because I honestly thought Jalen didn't have what it takes to be an NFL quarterback and he's proven a lot of people wrong. So and then Whew. we talked about this game Monday night. Travis Kelsey, uh, four reception touchdowns. That's a Monday night football record. Seven receptions total for twenty five yards. People are gonna look at that and be like, seven catches for twenty five yards. What did you do? That is a guy that is. Such a value to a team. In you the just Red go zone. Phil Sims on me. Now here's a guy. <laughs> I don't think that's Phil Sims. I hope I didn't just mess that up. I don't know. We all know. I'm just saying about. that that's a guy right there. That's a red zone threat. You can talk about. Oh, he only had 25 yards. So there's not a lot of guys in the NFL that can give you that type of play in the red zone. Four four touchdown, four reception. I want to talk about that. Devontae Adams shoved the photographer. After the game Monday night, and he got charged with a misdemeanor assault. <laughs> and I don't know how we're even mad about it, that he got charged. He pushed him down and he stared him down. Uh, it it goes to these athletes think they're above stuff. I mean, think think about some of the stuff that's happened. Hate to bring it up, but Henry Ruggs, like, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, why man, the you, Raiders are just. It's always the Raiders. It's always the Raiders. What? <laughs> All right, we done with the NFL. That kind of yeah, yeah that, I'm so fed up with the NFL. That kind of wraps up the NFL. I think I think a lot of people are fed up with it. The I've said it bad. over and over that the NFL is losing interest. And the refs are just bad. It makes really it so hard to, see to watch. Uh, to the MLB, the MLB playoffs have started. Obviously, um, a lot of unexpected happened in the wild card. Yeah, Nets. Who else? Hello. The hell? The Mariners made a great comeback. Mariners. Yep, Mariners won. They're rolling. 
the the God, Guardians. I don't know what the hell I'm looking at? This the Guardians and the Indians, me. or Guardians slash the Indians, whatever you guys want to call them. They're on to the ALDS, which yeah. they've yeah, already so started. Mariners beat the Blue Jays. Guardians beat the Rays. You were wrong about Oof. you were wrong about both of those. Yep, and I was wrong about the other two as well. And I, picked, I don't know who I picked in the NL. Do you remember? No, but I'm pretty sure I picked Cardinals Mets, and I think you picked Mets Phillies. Honestly, I think I picked the Mets. I think you picked Mets Phillies. Yeah, I think I picked picked the Phillies and the Mets. But I mean, the AL, yeah, the, the AL really wild just... cards. I mean, they both got swept. But I mean, the Guardians had to walk off in the fifteenth. That was insane, and the Mariners came back from one of the largest deficits in MLB postseason yeah, was, history. Was great. So, and then the Phillies they swept the Cardinals. No surprise there. And yeah, the Mets so. were in the playoffs about half as long as they led the division. Yeah, <laughs> they're the first one hundred uh, wins to fail. There were some the great division. games yesterday. There were some great games last night. Uh, Astros massive comeback against the Walked Mariners. It off. Walked it off. Jordan Alvarez. Yankees handle business. Dodgers handle business. The Braves almost had their own comeback. Um, Max Reed decided to not show up. Yeah, he decided that's... to do his best Kershaw impression. The Braves and the Phillies, since we're on the topic, they're tied at zero right now in the middle of the fourth, going into the ball. Yes, that was fourth. supposed to be a semi-day game, but now it's not, so the Braves should win, hopefully. Yeah, they're going into the bottom of the fourth with Acuna, Swanson, and Olsen do up, so top of the order. We left a up. lot of people on base yesterday. Yeah, we, we uh, could have won. Braves could have easily won that game yesterday. Yep. Tyler Matzik. Yeah, Tommy John He's, surgery. Probably yep, Tommy John. likely out for the... 2023 season. By nutsack, we're going to miss you. <laughs> and then, uh, I don't know if you remember Tyler Skaggs a few years back. Yeah, he got charged. The former guy Angels employee, Eric K. he got sentenced to 22 years in prison for providing Tyler Skaggs the drugs. Well, since I've dropped that bombs, I'll say it. You're a piece of shit. Yeah, honestly, why? Like, it just sucks. And um, I, want, I wanted to, this fact is kind of funny. Because we're Braves fans, so we hate the Mets. But they're the first 100-win team to fail to reach the Division Series since the Division Series was implemented in 95. And also, this is so sad on their part. Like Their win-or-go-home wildcard game, they only had 39,000 at City Field. The lowest of the three-game series. How do you not sell out the win-or-go-home game? You you have home field advantage, and you didn't even use it. Yeah, I saw a lot of people complaining about it, too. Yeah, it's, that's sad. That's so sad. And it's not like the Braves – I don't know what the Braves looked like yesterday in terms of the crowd, but we had a 1 p.m. game, and I guarantee you it was sold out or close it, to sold out. It, there was there was empty seats, but I don't know what you expect. It's a Tuesday afternoon. Exactly. That was a Sunday night. The Mets game was a Sunday night, so it is what it is. Yeah, so – Postseason is in full effect – and with the matchups I have right now, it's going to be Yankees versus Astros and Braves versus the Dodgers. For the and if AL you're counting the Braves out, let me remind you what happened last year in Milwaukee. Yeah, don't count Milwaukee them. won game one, thought they won the damn series. And what happened? Braves won three straight. And not to mention the Braves almost came back and won game one last night. Yeah, I'm just seeing – I'm just seeing I'm seeing double. Braves are getting no hit right now. I hope I jinx it. Never mind. I just jinx it. Let's go. <laughs> okay that's what i'm talking about dansby postseason dans 
Yeah, so Braves Phillies on right now. Rain delay. Good for us because we suck in day games. Uh, oh, it's Acuna. My bad. Acuna got on base. Now Dansby's at bat. Um, Dansby's going to hit a homer right here. It's going to be 2-0 Atlanta, and your final score is going to be 2-0 Atlanta. <laughs> no, it's not. But Phillies <laughs> Braves right now, you got the Padres Dodgers later tonight and tomorrow night. Or tomorrow, you got Mariners Astros, 237 Central. And the Guardians Yankees, 637 Central. It's going to be a fun postseason. I uh, think I think postseason baseball these... is probably one of the best postseason in all the sports. Yeah, I think this postseason, all these uh, division series, they all have the capability of going five games. It's awesome. I, I love them. the baseball postseason. Um, speaking of awesome postseasons, NHL, NHL's post is in full swing. Full As swing. of yesterday, this is, right? This is not a Predators podcast. This is not a Predators podcast. But we are Predators fans. Because I don't... I, I watch as much hockey as I possibly can. That's not true at all. I don't watch hockey. I but think... I think the hockey season... Hockey be fun. I think the it's, season... It's non-stop up. action. If you guys ever have a chance to go to any hockey Yesterday, game... Yesterday, last night. Yeah, with, I don't care who the team is. I mean, obviously, if the team sucks, don't go. The atmosphere won't be fun, but... You're going to have a if, blast. If the team's average or above or... Right there, like it's fun. Hockey games are fun. There's chance. The goal horns are always fun. Everything's fun about hockey. So, we will we will touch on hockey once probably probably towards the end of the season because there's not really much to talk about. I mean, I, I will say this. I don't know if you're subscribed to it, but I get it with my Hulu that ESPN Plus picked up every single hockey game. So if I want to, I can watch every single yeah I just seen the, hockey game. Yeah. That because which it's when I I, I lived in Wyoming, I went to one game. It was the Avs at the Predators, and I fell in love. And I watched the Avs get not not at the Predators, but it was the Avs and the Predators. predators and I the sat Avs. there and watched the Avs get better and better and better. And then the last game I went to, we got beat like eight to three, and it was hell walking out of there because their fans are terrible. Rude oh, and wait, terrible, but I'm glad started, they won the cup. I think the season started Friday, actually. Yeah, the season started Friday. The Predators, well, good Lord, did I miss it? With four points. Yeah, but I see what you're talking about. All these games with the Predators have ESPN Plus Hockey Night underneath them, or a lot of them. Yeah, we're the, oh, yeah. the Predators started wow. Friday. Yeah, we're 2-0. and Yeah, 2-0. and And we got the yeah. Stars this week. Uh, we'll touch on hockey as much as we can to our knowledge. I don't want to BS it like I know what I'm talking about. Obviously, our strength is football and basketball. College basketball is right around College the corner. College basketball, yep. And then when hockey starts getting in that postseason swing too, it'll pick up a lot more. It'll be a lot easier to talk about. I forgot who we picked last week for NASCAR. I think you picked you pick <laughs> Byron. <laughs> <laughs> I picked I Ross Chastain. I, I got I got your playoff standings for you because that was an elimination race. Um, so people that got eliminated, this is shocker. Larson got eliminated. Suarez, Cendric, and what? Uh, yeah, Reddick. Wait, no Bowman. Bowman was the one that got eliminated. <coughs> Excuse me. 
I love when you speak a different language to me when you start talking about NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you pick Chastain. I pick Chastain. You pick Byron. Let me get this right. Who finished higher? I'm working on it. Oh my God, we're down. And to again, the top eight. Alex Bowman is out for the next three races. Well, that's not fair. Because these cars are not safe. So Christopher Bell won the race, moved on from it because he was not going to move on from points. Oh no, Almendinger race! I told you if Almendinger race, that was my pick. That's so he right. finished fourth. Byron finishes sixteenth. Dang. So I beat you this week. I mean, but what were the odds of me picking the winner the last week? That's so crazy. One in thirty seven. We talked about this. Get yeah, over but it. That's so crazy. Get to over think it. About. I picked the winner. Get over it. Bro, I literally picked the winner. Yeah, I feel like this podcast is limping in this last little hour. Well, it's because NASCAR is just... (laughs) Alright, so right now, first to eighth in order, Chase Elliott, Logano, Chastain, Bell, Blaney, Byron, and Dennis Hamlin, and Chase Briscoe. So so who who are your four to move on to the championship four? Elliott, Chastain, Blaney, and Logano. Let's go. That's a good pick. Yeah, I pick Elliot, Chastain, Blaney, Logano. Just say and it. Just say it. It's Hamlin. either Log- it's either Logano or Ham. Yeah, it's either Logano or Hamlin. I think Logano being up eleven, like Elliot's like a lock, right? Like up thirty-one. Like is it? no, he's up twenty. Well, yeah, but. On the cutoff. But up 31, yeah, from the cutoff. I mean, it, yeah, he's pretty those, much those points in. can get there faster than you think. Okay, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it, it can be a lot. So this week we're in the Sin City, Las Vegas. Motor Speedway. I don't I don't think we should pay. Like, but we're going to. So <laughs> it's a mile and a half. Mile and a half track. Um... That's so, is that not small? Who you want to go with here? Is a mile and a half not small track? Like what? That doesn't sound very big. Mile and a half. It's it's like an intermediate track. Oh. Well, Talladega is two point six, so it's it's not as small as it sounds. I got you. I don't know Elhamo. Uh, Give me your pick. To win this race, everybody, all thirty-seven are racing. Well, you said somebody's not, so. I mean, you don't have to pick the winner. We're just we're just doing this against each other to see who can pick the highest finisher. Well, yeah, but give me Chase Elliott, dude. I'm just gonna go with number. Yeah, one but you're trying off. to pick the winner, huh? I mean, yeah, you're trying to pick Chase the winner, Elliott. Not a bad off. pick. You're obviously not gonna pick the winner. That's so. Um, I know he's out of the playoffs, but I'm picking Larson. But does it have to? Kyle Larson. It doesn't have to be a playoff driver, though, right? Right. Yeah, so I'm just going to go with Elliot, though. That's a long episode. Yeah, it's, it's been a been episode for sure. It's probably one of our most in-depth, best episodes I think we've had. Yeah, like we said earlier, we're learning, trying to get better. Yeah, this is what happens when you have good games to talk about and another sport to add in there. But yeah, so the question of the week, 
Is the NFL rigged? Dylan. Yes, it is rigged. I don't know how you can say no. With the penalties I've seen this past weekend, and some of the same things you called didn't get called in other games. So, yeah, the NFL is rigged, and it's stupid, and money, and betting, it's all stupid. I don't want to see it anymore. I don't want to watch it. Yeah, it's it's all set up for something. It's... It's not a sport to me. It's entertainment. I think it should be classified as entertainment. Uh, This has been an episode. If you guys made it this far, drop a like, subscribe. (laughs) What? This isn't YouTube. (laughs) I know. I just thought it would be funny. If you guys made it this far, thank y'all for listening. We appreciate it. This has been the longest episode we've had. And Dylan, if you got nothing else... Yeah, just thanks for listening, you guys. Make sure to tell your friends, tell your family. They want to listen to two goobers talk sports, mainly football. Two goobers. Tell them to listen to our podcast. I'm going to hit them with the line. Thank you all for listening. Bye, you hooligans.